Hare Krishna. Good evening everyone. Welcome back to the show. Secrets of Success. I am happy to have all of you again. We had a wonderful discussions last few days. And uh, today we are here again to discuss another important topic. Just yesterday, all across India, people demonstrated a very strong unity to fight against the spread of coronavirus. Although it is not the end, but it was a very good start. And if we continue with the same spirit, hopefully we will be able to attain normalcy in the society and meet and greet each other. And it was a very amazing uh, experience yesterday at 5 p.m. people were coming out and uh, making lots of noise. And as a family, we did our bit by going into our balcony and uh, playing some musical instruments and blowing conch. So that was a really good experience. It was fantastic. So I'm just waiting for a few more people to join and uh, we can really start discussing this uh, amazing topic today. Anil Kumar is here and uh, he's already saying that this conversation is lovely and he's loving this conversation. Uh, thank you so much Anil uh, for coming on to the show and uh, if you, uh, I really urge you to be here uh, online and uh, listen to this topic because it's going to be a very very interesting topic and I think uh, people will really love it and it's going to help all of you. It's amazing, really amazing. So today the topic is tame your mind. In fact, this is the most important and determining factor for your success. It is very, very important. In fact, today's topic is all about you and your mind. And you don't want to miss this. See, we have, you know, we generally tend to spend a lot of time uh, on TV and uh, surfing over uh, the internet. And we want to spend some time uh, jumping from one app to another app. And uh, we have so many things like that. You know, people uh, do so many things and spend time in so many various things. But today, I want all of you to invest your time. Mind you, I said not spend your time, but invest your next one hour or so in understanding your own mind. And this is definitely going to upgrade your understanding of success and it will definitely help you to have a new perception about your own self. So this is a really interesting topic and I want all of you to be here with full attention. That will be really nice. So, before I begin the session, I would like to uh, say a few things about um, the whole discourse because I think it's going to be an interactive session and I welcome all of you to ask questions during the 
session uh, while we are discussing some important points and you want to uh, come and ask few things it will be great you can either type your questions or you can call me when i prompt so that way it will be a very nice smooth flow and we will have a nice logical uh, uh, flow to the whole conversation so i really appreciate uh, if you can ask some questions and it, let us keep it very interactive that way it's not just me uh, who is speaking it's also you who are contributing to something important so and uh, the best part of asking question is probably there are few people out there who would also like to uh, want to know something but they are hesitating to ask they have some inhibitions to ask questions so that way when you ask questions it will also benefit them so that is a very uh, great contribution from your side if you ask some questions wonderful so you know we are all uh, very unique each one of us whether you are an indian or an american or african an australian a chinese or a japanese we have different personalities we have different types of cultures we have different types of upbringing but then there is one common thing between all of us there is one common thing and you know what and that is we are all seeking we are all wanting to be truly happy but most often our happiness our most our happiness is disturbed by the uncontrolled mind that's unfortunate and that's the reason why we are actually discussing today's topic taming your mind yeah fantastic aryan is here and uh, he would like to join uh, thanks so much for joining aryan and uh, i have just begun this session thank you so much um, as we proceed little further i'm sure uh, you will get some idea to get some uh, good answers good questions so we will definitely discuss just be online so if you have a question anytime just type and that will be great oh you are already wanting to ask some question fantastic So Arjun is here. Hello. Yes, good evening, Arjun. Uh, good evening, sir. It is really <clears throat> thanks for you to join me. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, sure, I'm very happy that you are here today. Yeah, it is very nice topic because uh, tame your mind. It is control of mind, right? In the yeah, uh, another... discuss. We are going to discuss and understand what is human mind. So yeah. beyond do you have any question Aryan Uh yeah of course uh, tell me uh, because uh, every people know about that so it yes. is important to control in the mind and yes but it is why very difficult to control it when i have seen a lot of mm-hmm. people doing meditation yes. and all those things but yes. uh, their requirement or maybe we can say senses six senses right Yes. We have. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, I see we uh, just hold on. Vinod and uh, Ashish, I know that you're calling. I uh, please wait for some time. I'm on a call and please be uh, online. I'm going to take your call very soon. I really appreciate. Thank you so much. Um yes, Arjun, you are asking some question. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, people know it is uh, really very necessary to control our mind. 
and uh, our six senses uh, i mean uh, thought and everything yeah uh, yes. but uh, why people are unable to do it yes uh, that's the point today uh, i'm going to discuss let's start the session all right aryan all of you oh, be okay. online so i'm going to start and let's discuss a little bit about the mind and i'm sure you will get a lot of your questions answered okay uh, okay, okay. So before, let me start the story i have a very nice interesting to share with all of you so once actually there was a farmer and uh, he discovered that he actually lost his watch in the field in the barn and it was no ordinary watch actually it was a very uh, wonderful watch he had and it actually had a sentimental value for him so after searching high and low in the hay for a long time he gave up and uh, that is when he saw some children were playing just outside the field and then he said he thought that i'll ask the children to go and find and he also promised them that whoever gets the watch i am going to reward them and hearing this the, all the children they were so happy they hurried inside the field and went through and around the entire stack of hay but still none of them could find the watch just then actually the farmer thought okay i'll just give up and he was about to give up a little boy came to him and said can you give me one more chance seeing the sincerity the farmer said all right you go and find it and that's when the boy goes and within few minutes this boy comes with the watch the farmer was very happy and he asked how did you find this watch and the boy replied i did nothing but sit on the ground and listen in silence i could hear the ticking of the watch and just looked for it in that direction similarly a peaceful mind can think better and it is when it is not worked up you will have lot of clarity so every day when we spend some time having some fantastic time silencing your mind it will work very sharply and it's going to help you set your life the way you expect it to be so it's a very interesting topic so let's go ahead with this so tell me one thing all of you i have a question to all of you how many of you have an experience of trying to control the mind how many of you have an experience of trying to control the mind you can make some noise by typing some answers that will be nice because uh, that will inspire me yes how many of you have an experience of trying to control the mind some of you must have tried definitely some sort of meditation and some sort of other practices to control the mind by the way tell me how many of you have an experience of being controlled by the mind i know many of you have been controlled by the mind most of the time we are always being controlled by the mind rather we control the mind the mind is controlling us so that's our situation so today i have actually a three pointed uh, discussion here first thing is to know what is the effects of the mind then what is the mind and then how to control the mind and i think this is going to really help all of us so let's begin you know there are great thinkers in the past many scholars and authors 
who have commented on the mind for centuries and about its powers and about its dangers but still i think people have not completely understood the mind uh john milton once said that uh you know the mind is such a thing it can make hell out of heaven or a heaven out of hell a mind is such a thing that it can make hell out of heaven or heaven out of hell i just want to share some with all of you which happened few years back i read an article uh, it this was about a student uh, who was studying in jj college in mumbai and uh, she was actually a class topper she was a class topper and uh, just one month before the exams somehow this thought came to her mind that what if this time i am not the topper and you know this thought overpowered so much that she could not study well and just one week before she was so tensed about the exam she is a topper and one day before the exam when the friends opened the room and found her she was hanging from the ceiling now this is called making hell out of heaven what great no big deal even if you are a second topper doesn't really matter life is much bigger and life can throw so many opportunities to all of us but then she took this extreme step and mind you this is not an isolated case there are many many such cases and especially this is the exam time you know such cases will make to the headlines so this is called hell out of heaven and on the contrary there is also something called as the mind can make a heaven out of it i'm sure some of you must have heard about uh, thank you so much aryan and we know that you are really uh, uh, typing i'm really appreciating that uh, please be online i'm definitely going to take your call so i'm sure you have heard about socrates socrates uh, is a great philosopher and uh, you know he was so intelligent but he had a very disagreeable wife and uh, she was always complaining about uh him not taking responsibility and uh, helping her in the household things and she was always complain complaining about the whole situation and she was really not happy so once socrates was uh, uh, sitting with his friends at home and uh, then the wife uh, came yelling at him oh you're always busy with your friends and uh, you don't do anything and blah 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 socrates did not speak anything he just stood up he just stood up and along with his friend he stepped outside and the wife became so furious because he completely neglected her he ignored her and that was enough for her to get furious and after some time socrates and his friends they came back home and as socrates was just about to enter the house that's when there was a splash on his body and all his friends were aghast and then they see upward and they see on the balcony that her wife is holding a bucket of water upside down and uh, socrates was completely drenched and then socrates looks at looks at his friends and says earlier it was thundering now it is raining so what i why i'm trying to say is i'm trying to make a point that when you have a stable mind you can actually make heaven out of hell so mind is a very powerful thing tell me one thing a knife is good or bad a sharp knife 
is good or bad tell me a good a sharp knife is good or bad okay aryan i'm asking you a good knife a sharp knife is good or bad fantastic thank you i know that it is both we know this thing it is both yes it depends a sharp knife in a criminal's hand can take somebody's life but whereas the same sharp knife in the hands of a doctor can save somebody's life so actually a knife is neither good or bad it depends on how you use it similarly our mind is like a sharp knife it depends on how you use it how you use it so mind is very 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 powerful so now although the mind is such a powerful thing unfortunately science uh for some practical reasons has failed to understand the mind in fact about 50 years ago many psychologists and many doctors they denied the existence of the mind just because they could not see the mind every day when we look at in the mirror we see our face we look you know we look into our eyes we see our nose and our hands and body but we don't see our mind and just because we cannot see the mind doesn't mean the mind does not exist and psychology psychology is the study of the mind you know this psychology was redefined as study of behavior because they were not able to see and understand the mind the whole psychology was redefined as study of behavior and not study of mind and uh, some scientists and psychologists called mind is matter some call it is mind is spirit and so many blah blah things and they came up with so many so many types of hypotheses and uh, theories and each one of them actually contradicted each other and people were not benefited but it's only in the early 1980s i guess in early 1980s that's when psychologists although they don't know what is mind but then they actually studied some effects of the mind this is very important important all of you they studied the effects of the mind so uh ashish is saying what is the difference between brain and mind actually brain is a physical thing it is like a processor but mind is a software it is a software which is unseen so mind i will tell you exactly uh, we are going to come to that point and we will discuss in detail just hold on to this question fantastic very nice very nice question by the way so scientists actually in 1980s they found the effects of the mind and i would like to discuss some of the effects and then i will go for questions all right so there were some negative effects of the mind on the body and i want to discuss two of these things the first negative effect is psychosomatic diseases i'm sure you have heard about psychosomatic diseases psychosomatic diseases are uh, those diseases which are caused on the body because of the mind so the uh, the disease is caused by the mind on the body are called psychosomatic diseases especially in the modern times a lot of people are suffering through psychosomatic diseases it's a very dangerous thing uh 
I know of a person. Uh, I just read an article. He had a very nice business, and unfortunately, there was a huge loss. He suffered a huge loss, and it the loss caused him so much of anxiety, so much of fear. Uh, it actually caused paralysis. His whole left body was paralyzed. Can you imagine? Just because of the fear and anxiety. So this is a kind of psychosomatic disease. Why? Because he was on the verge of bankruptcy. He was almost about to get bankrupt, and that caused so much of anxiety. He was paralyzed. Uh, I think, uh, especially after the demonetization, such paralytic ex- uh, as paralytic uh, cases must have gone high. Many people must have really uh, lost their money after the demonetization. So psychosomatic disease. By the way, my point was about psychosomatic. So this is the first effect. The second effect is the negative effect of the mind is phobias. Uh, people have a lot of phobias. There are people uh, who have uh, claustrophobia who don't want to be in the public, uh, and there are people who want to be in the public because they really feel very safe. Then there is uh, hydrophobia. People have a fear of water, and uh, I don't know about you, but my mother, she has a fear of cockroaches. and that is called catseridophobia any other insect no problem if it is a spider or a lizard or anything she has no problem but then when she sees a cockroach she gets goosebumps on her body and she just cannot tolerate it and i don't know if you have noticed uh, you know when you try to shoo away the cockroach the cockroach comes to you come closer to you in your direction oh my god that's really fearful and by chance if the cockroach is a flying cockroach then you will see all the vessels flying in the kitchen so that's the situation i'm sure you must have also experienced with your mothers so anyway that is phobias so these are two negative effects of the mind psychosomatic diseases and phobias and there are also positive effects of the mind on the body and uh, one of them is uh, uh, called placebo effect uh placebo effect is there are some people they are called uh, hypochondriacs these people are called hypochondriacs these are the people who have no disease they are absolutely fine but then they imagine that they are having some disease they imagine that they are not well that is their situation Oh my god so what do the doctors do they just give them some sort of uh, sugar pills or some salinated water and to just to make them feel that they are actually being treated and they are being given medicine then they think oh oh yes yes i'm taking medicine now and i'm going to be all right so actually they don't have disease but the doctors just use this placebo effect to make them happy and get rid of the cure get rid of the disease so this is called placebo effect and the second positive is uh, positive effect of the mind is psychoneuroimmunology which is also said that these days many articles are coming especially people who practice meditation who practice a uh, lot of uh, uh, you know uh, spirituality and who believe in god many scientists and psychologists have seen that these people especially people who are spiritual they live longer and they are very peaceful and calm 
Uh, in 2000, the in Reader's Digest, one of the article carried a very beautiful article saying about this particular effect, psycho uh, neuroimmunology, and their immune system is very strong, especially people who believe in God. So this is actually a scientific research done by people. It's an amazing thing. So I'm just trying to explain to you by these effects that the mind is much, much, much more powerful than the body. Now, Ashish is really calling me since long time. I'm going to take his call. Yes. This is a question answer time. Uh, any questions, you can keep typing. Meanwhile, all of you, I'm going to take some questions right now. Hello. Ashish, good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Guruji. And you are going good. I mean, I'm feeling so honored to listen to you. Oh, I'm so happy to have you on my show. I'm really happy. Thank you so much for being on uh, this show today. Okay, thank you, sir. What I was listening to you like about mind and brain and what kind of effects you told us. That was amazing. That yes. was very to know. I'm I'm very much into this. I just want to know and explore what is mind. How can we control it? Because most of the times we are controlled by mind. Yes. And yes. Uh, I have few questions to ask you, and I would start with something yes. like. Like we say, meditation is disconnecting. I mean, basically, what is meditation is to control our mind and to focus mm-hmm. it on one particular thing. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But what happens? What happens? Mind goes yeah. opposite. Whenever we try to control it, it actually gets out of control. Like I, an example, which which yes. which is. Uh, like if we if we all think that we are not going to think about, we are not mm-hmm. going to think about a pink elephant that will appear yes. in our that <laughs> exactly okay. yeah that is true. So whatever we try to stop in our mind, actually it comes yes. with even more force. So yes, absolutely. And that's the problem with me. Whenever I try to meditate and I try to stop all the thoughts, they come in multiplies. I mean, they come in big number. So, what meditation is for yes. me? Not even try. Yes, that is true. Mind is very, mind. very difficult. Meditation for it is like it is diverting it to something other, something else. I think that is what is meditation for me. I just cannot sit and control my mind. I want to do it, and I hope I will learn it from you. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. I just want to meditate. Uh, it's hard for me. When I, it's hard okay. for me. I just can divert yes. it. But I cannot focus it. You know, they actually are yeah. same. Diversion yeah, and everything yeah. are same if you talk about deep meanings. But for me, yes, I cannot sit and meditate. So what should I do? Uh, actually, uh, I don't know uh, what type of meditation you're following. Uh, but by the way, Ashish, tell me uh, just briefly, uh, how do you meditate? By the way. I don't meditate. I I just said <laughs> if I have to stop my thoughts, especially okay. thoughts, okay. especially okay. thoughts, I have to stop them. The only thing I can do is to do something else. I I okay. have to okay. stop okay. problem. Okay. I have to watch something on TV. That okay. is the only. I cannot sit and stop my brain or my thoughts. Fantastic. I have your point now. Uh, first thing I'll tell you that. If you're thinking that the mind will have a state of no thoughts, then it is wrong. Why? Because the function of the mind is to generate thoughts. 
actually the mind is a thought factory just like you know the function of the eye is to see the function of the ear is to hear the function of the tongue is to speak and to taste similarly the function of the mind is to think is to generate thoughts so now instead of trying to curb and trying to not think anything to say that i don't want to think is also a thought so it is just not possible for the mind to not think and not to have thoughts that is imp- impractical but whereas what spirituality proposes is that instead of trying to control the mind by not having the thoughts you use that thought energy to direct towards spirituality and understanding what is the true purpose of life and see how can i align everything by using the power of mind to attain that supreme goal so that is the ultimate use of the mind that's why i said knife is there knife is very sharp the mind has to cut something but the thing is we should know how to use the mind it's just an instrument mind is just an instrument and it will generate thoughts so there is no state of no thought mind will always have some thoughts okay but like if we are meditating in the morning sitting on a mat what yeah. is that going on in somebody's mind who is actually okay. meditating yes ashish is a very good question so but i want to take you through this whole journey like uh, the whole topic that we are discussing right now because uh, unless uh, you understand some basics about this uh, you know you will not be able to get the complete uh, picture of what i am trying to say so be online i am going to explain something important right now all right so for all the listeners if you are liking this talk please don't forget to hit that like button there very nice and please write down your questions i'm going to take all your questions i'm not going to miss anyone so please write down your questions don't so that you don't forget so ashish just be online okay yeah i'm online okay so now i just explained to you about the different type of effects of the mind the positive effects and the negative effects but you should know that although scientists have really spoken about this and they have identified some of these effects science itself is limited in spite of all these studies there are certain things which science cannot explain for example uh is anger universally accepted virtue all of you i am asking a question to all of you is anger universally accepted virtue is anger uh, universally accepted virtue first of all is anger a virtue it is not even possible anger is not a virtue at all but still when people who are overcome by fits of anger they commit violence they they you know humiliate people they try to speak some ill words about others so there is no medicine for anger in fact when people become angry very angry probably you can actually give him some sedative and make him unconscious for some time but when the person actually regains his consciousness the anger is still there so there is no medicine for anger that is why i am trying to say that science although they have understood these effects they really don't have some answers for some basic emotions that we experience and that is why right, like uh, martin luther rightly said martin luther made a very important and very nice statement he said that this is the age of guided missiles and misguided men 
I repeat that this is the age of guided missiles and misguided men. So unfortunate. Why? Because we have an uncontrolled mind. Most of the time, people, people's whole life is ruined because of uncontrolled mind. And yet people do not know anything about the mind. And it is so sad that today's education, we all have studied biology in our schools and colleges. We have studied about the stomach. We have studied about the liver. We have studied about the heart. We have studied about the brain. But we have not studied about the mind, which is actually driving the whole body. Our thoughts are actually driving the whole body, but we have so little understanding of the mind. And people, that's the reason uh, people are committing a lot of sinful activities. People are actually committing so much of crime. The crime rate is going high and high. Uh, there is so much uh, increase in the population inside the prisons. Inside the prisons. And, and people, people, oh, I just discussed the call. Okay. Because, because I. Yeah, uh, Ashish, uh, I know that you are on call, but it looks like there was some echo problem. I'll again get back to you. You can call me again. All right. So that is the reason of people are seeing so much of disturbance these days. And that's the reason people across the world are turning towards yoga and meditation and spirituality to get relief from the modern stressed mind. Uh, yes, Ashish, you can call me back right now. I think there was some network issue, so I didn't want it to create that disturbance. You can call me back. <clears throat> it, it would be really great if this app had a, you know, invite option also for me to invite all of you and uh, make a call to all of you. <laughs> Unfortunately, this doesn't have. I have to wait for your call unless you call. <clears throat> Okay, so by the time Ashish gets, I think Vinod is online and I will take his call. Vinod, you are there? Hello? Hello? Yes, Vinod, are you there? Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Vinod speaking. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Yes, fantastic. Uh, yes, Vinod. So, how are you? It's a really an honor to talk to you for the first time. It's like an really an honor for me that I'm talking to you for the first time. Oh, thank you so much, Vinod. I'm really happy that you're here on the show. And uh, you were listening to the talk. Uh, do you have any questions? What, uh, I do think that whatever Archie said, like, it's really difficult for him to control time. According to me, it's like everyone, each one of us who are living on, on in the country of India, do have something which we don't tell to anyone about. We do have something inside. There is mm -hmm. a power inside. They do is a power inside us which helps us to fight all of the negative stuff and dilemmas which we keep thinking about in our mind. So like there is some sort of a technique or a strategy I can or like you can say like there's a thick sense or an instinct inside us which we only we and we are mm -hmm. aware. You know. It's not like no one else. It's like you must be having something, something that helps you and actually. I hope you're understanding what I'm trying to say. You know? it's just, uh, uh, I'm sorry, actually, there is some disturbance, so I'm not able to hear your question completely. Uh, if you don't mind, can you just repeat that question again, Vinod? 
Oh, uh, no, I'm not asking a question. I'm telling that what Ashish said that it's difficult for him to control mind. According to me, yes, according yes, yes. to me, they do is a some power inside, which is just like inside us. It can't be seen. It can't be visible. And this is what is, I guess, applicable to each and every one who lives in country of India or like wherever. Absolutely, I absolutely I agree to that so point. So it's like they do is a technique, or like we do have a sixth sense and an instinct to recognize the technique or strategy which is inside, which is internally situated, and which helps us in actually uh, like uh, tackling with all of the negative stuff and dilemmas we keep thinking about in our mind. You know. Yes. Yes. According to me, that's what like uh, uh, apart from all of the stuff like yoga, spirituality, or like you know. Yeah, yes. I do think they do is a positive energy which everyone has to recognize in in inside inside himself or herself. You know. Absolutely, the very first thing, as you mentioned, uh, the mind itself is a very powerful unseen power within us. But right now, we definitely need to have to diagnose this whole mind. We have to open it up and try to understand this mind and the functions of the mind. because unless we know something uh, it is very difficult to really work around it so you take any subject for that matter you need to understand and it's only then you can apply so it's important that we understand the characteristics and the functions of the mind so that it will be very easy for us to actually apply the science behind it and then use it for benefit of our own selves and understanding how to harness that internal power you're talking about if you can control your mind and if you can really align your mind in such a way you can really harness all the powers that is there within you so that is the reason why we are discussing this important topic and very nice question vinod just be online and i'm going to share something very important right yeah yeah sure sure i'm i'm, I'm let's continue I'm this conversation because uh, the flow is fantastic and uh, i see that there is a something more that i want to discuss with all of you and uh, it will trigger some more questions to all of you so just be uh, on hold and park all your questions so i'm going back to the conversation please keep listening fantastic all of you are here so thank you so much vinod for asking that question be online yeah. like i was just telling you that how people are turning towards yoga and meditation and all those things now i want to tell you something although scientists and psychologists have actually uh, understood certain effects of this mind Do you really want to know what is the mind? Yes, I am I'm sure most of you are listening this because you want to know what is the mind. I am absolutely very much aware that you want to know what is the mind. Actually, let us understand little basics about ourselves. We have three levels of existence. How many? We have three levels of existence. So there is a physical existence there is a mental existence and there is a spiritual existence so we have physical existence mental existence and a spiritual existence within us so tell me one thing how many senses do we have mm, how, how many, many senses do we have uh, i <laughs> how many senses we know i honestly like Yes, we have the five senses. We have the tongue. We have the touch, skin. We have the eyes. We have the nose, and we have the ears. So these are five senses which are actually comprising of the physical body. 
so whatever knowledge we acquire in this world we actually acquire through these five senses you hear something you know it is the what it is the sound of a water you know something is the vehicle is moving around you know it is the sound of a vehicle so you see something you know it's a rose you know it's a door or whatever it is so we acquire knowledge through these five senses but we have a sixth sense and that sixth sense is the mind although mind is not gross it is not a element or a sense which can be touched or felt it is a subtle element it is a sixth sense but it is subtle subtle means you cannot see it directly you cannot perceive it directly through your other five senses so about the mind there is another seventh sense and that is intelligence mind you intelligence and mind they are not the same they are different and then above the intelligence there is another element a sense called the false ego and that is the eighth sense i'm not going to go much deeper into all these things but for now let us stick to the mind so now when we are talking about the sixth sense the mind we have to understand the nature of the mind this mind this three levels of existence that i spoke to you can be compared these three things can be compared to a computer a computer has a hardware a computer has a software and a computer has an operator so the software when it is corrupted with a virus what will happen to the hardware the hardware becomes dysfunctional when a software is attacked by a virus the hardware becomes dysfunctional so similarly the mind is the software and when the software the mind is filled with so many viruses like anger and greed and so many other things that is when our physical body the hardware becomes dysfunctional just like just earlier i had mentioned about the example of the paralysis paralytic attack so many people uh, get this paralysis because your software gets corrupted to the extent that your whole body becomes paralyzed so but unfortunately many people do not know about the operator so just few days ago a couple of days ago i had another beautiful session called identity crisis you should listen that talk it is available on secrets of success channel you should really listen and that's the fundamental of a life so please go and listen about the operator also so now after talking about these three levels of existence the physical mental and the spiritual one although this mind which is within us actually it is supposed to uh, help us in all our activities just like the eyes are helping me in my activities my ears are helping me in me in my activities and uh, all of our other five senses are actually helping in our activities but this mind although within us it is acting like a sabotager you know what is a sabotage a sabotage practical no. is uh, just imagine there is a uh, country a and country b suppose just in uh, our situation let's take uh, pakistan and india so there is a person from pakistan who is been planted in india and this fellow from pakistan a terrorist actually has also got admitted into the indian army so although he is within the indian army but whom is he working for he is actually working for pakistan so similarly unfortunately our mind has become a sabotager although it is within us but it is taking dictations 
from not from me from the operator but it is taking orders from all the external sources unfortunately so what's happening it's a sabotage right now he can create havoc in us a sabotager is a very dangerous person just imagine he can just a sabotager in indian army if there is a war between india and pakistan even before there is a frontal attack from pakistan this one fellow sabotager in indian army can create havoc although it shouldn't happen but i'm just saying an example is what i'm trying to say so mind can act while already acting like a sabotager within us so we have to be very careful with the mind we have to understand how this mind works so what are the contents of this mind the contents of the mind are basically thoughts it's a thought factory as i said it creates about 60000 thoughts on an average every day 60000 thoughts i don't don't ask me how they really came up with this number but psychologists say that 60000 thoughts on an average and almost 70% 77% of these thoughts are waste and useless waste and useless so these are uh, useless so basically it's a thought factory then mind also has desires and also mind has past experiences so mind's content is thoughts desires and past experiences and what is the function of the mind the function of the mind is thinking feeling and willing we all think and generate thoughts we all have emotions we feel uh, we have feelings of loving we have feelings of uh, anger we have feelings of hate we have feelings of love so many things feelings so it's all in the mind and willing also like desires we have so mind is a very powerful tool now <clears throat> just give me a second basically the mind can be compared to a restless monkey the monkey is constantly jumping from one tree to another one branch to another so similarly our mind also right now it is jumping from one thought to another although you are listening to me some of you but your mind is thinking what is there for dinner today what is my mother cooking or probably oh what is the new movie that is going to come up although you are listening to me but your mind is already jumping somewhere else so it is constant it is very very restless uh, in the old days this there are cars but in old days you know people used to have uh, uh, horses and uh, they used to go to the forest and they used to go get the these wild horses and these wild horses were trained by specialized people and if the horse is not trained it is going to throw you up and uh, it will not allow anyone the wild horses will not allow anyone to sit on its back so the trainers used to call it's breaking the horse they used to use the term called breaking the horse breaking the horse means taming the horse just like that if you want to control or tame mind it is important that we need expert trainers who can help us to tame our mind okay so i want to before i go to the next section of my discussion if there is any question i would like to take questions audience if you are there please make some noise because it's very difficult for me uh, i'm so used to seeing people uh, and getting some reciprocation by seeing their faces but here i cannot so you can probably hit that like button or probably you can ask some questions that will be really nice so that i know that you are there yes uh, there is another person called dora and she is calling uh, i think 
okay it's a student so let's see what uh, they have to ask okay uh we know do you have any questions uh you are there are you there okay let me end this call and if you have any call or any uh, questions to ask you can please make some noise and you can try to ask me some questions that would be nice before i go to the next sections of next section of the discussion <clears throat> all right so if you don't have any questions let me continue with my uh, discussion so we were discussing about the mind we have understood about the effects of mind and uh, we also understood how the mind actually is a sixth sense so now let us take the acronym of mind m i n d mind so let us understand this acronym so that it is registered in our brain very easily so m i n d what does m stands for if you have a notebook i would like to uh, recommend that please make a note of it it will be very helpful for your future reference so this is going to be very interesting and it will really definitely help you uh, you can actually make notes while you are listening uh, that will be a great thing if you can refer back again later all right so let us understand this acronym mind so m stands for misdiagnosis so m stands for misdiagnosis this mind most of the time misdiagnoses situations let us understand how uh, how many of you have used microsoft word i'm sure most of you who are using computers you will be writing so many documents and you must have used uh, microsoft word by the way when you are using microsoft word you can check it out there is an option in the settings which is called auto correct there is an auto correct option in microsoft word all right uh, sani is calling i just take this call okay so the call got disconnected let me continue so so this auto correct option is very interesting to know and let's see how it actually got connected uh, how it is related to our mind uh, once it so happened that uh, i was typing in microsoft word that the soul is sat chit ananda i typed sat chit ananda the soul is sat chit ananda but the auto correct option made it as the soul is saturday chitananda actually my intention was to write sat chitananda but it took sat and auto corrected it to saturday chitananda so that is not what i wanted so similarly the mind also sometimes has its own way of interpreting certain things in fact from the childhood we have trained our mind to interpret reality in a certain way and that is how we have some default thinking patterns each one of us have a default thinking patterns 
as i'm speaking to you this subject matter each one of you are actually realizing these things in a different way based on your thinking patterns eco i'll just take call okay there's some disturbance i disconnected all right so we all have our thinking patterns to analyze a certain problem see for any therapy the doctor's first duty is to what to diagnose the disease correctly is it not we actually have to the doctor is supposed to diagnose the disease correctly suppose if you have a common cough but then the doctor diagnoses that to be tb tuberculosis then that is called misdiagnosis and then based on that diagnosis if he gives you medicine that will be a disastrous thing that can cause disasters because you just had common co- common cold cough so mind also takes the cause of the problem and makes it as a cure of the problem that's called misdiagnosis let me repeat that mind misdiagnosis in such a way that it takes the cause of the problem to be the cure of the problem you're all on the same page i will repeat that again mind misdiagnosis in such a way it takes the cause of the problem to be the cure of the problem let me give you an example uh, eco you are giving me a call i'll just take your call in just after finishing this talk all right just give me some time Okay, I'll just uh, you know I'll just uh, explain this example to you. Suppose there is a drunkard. The drunkard takes alcohol to be the universal solution for all his problems. If he gets promoted, he will drink. If he is demoted, he will drink. His wife will shout at home, he will drink. His children have failed in the exams. he will drink he goes to some uh, party he will drink no matter what a drunkard's universal solution for all the problem is to drink but he doesn't understand the very cause for all his problems the alcohol is a, the biggest problem but he takes that to be the solution of the problem he thinks that by taking alcohol i will forget all the problems but that's not true moment uh, momentarily yes you may forget the problem but the next day when we wake up a drunkard has to face the problem again so mind actually misdiagnoses many situations in life uh to uh, many situation in such a way that it actually takes the problem to be the solution so we should understand this effect of mind okay now before i go to the next acronym uh, the uh, meaning of i let me take this call Eco has been calling since long time. Evening, Eco. Hello. Yes. Okay. Yes, welcome Hi. to the show, Eco. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Where are you from? I'm from Jharkhand. Jharkhand. Okay, wonderful. Yes, please tell me, Eco. Yeah, you had called me sometime. Oh. 
so I, I have a uh, lots of questions but uh, you have to explain it, it in a very brief way because I have lots of questions okay about brain <laughs> yeah okay so so what do you think uh, different like is there any difference between mind and brain or is this the same <clears throat> no actually there is a difference like I mentioned to you earlier that we have three levels of existence there is a physical existence and there is a mental existence so brain is a part of the physical existence which is like a processor brain is a processor basically when uh, the five senses the eyes ears nose tongue touch they take inputs from the external world they send the signals to the brain and the brain processes them but ultimately there is a software that is called the mind which interprets and analyzes and gives the image of that particular sensory input that we get through brain the brain just processes but beyond that there is a mind so they are totally different things so brain and the uh, mind is completely different okay so as we are talking to each other we are having a conversation we are uh, yes. we are talking to each other so what do you think in which state we are like in a awakeful state or in a conscious state lots of people saying that we are in a conscious state that is why you are talking having a having a good conversation so what do you think in which we, we in which state we are right uh, we are definitely in the physical state right now we are definitely in the physical state but yes although there are a lot of people who are listening to this conversation there are some people who are partially conscious of what i'm speaking and there are some people who are completely conscious of what i'm speaking what i mean to say is although they are hearing my talk but they are also thinking of something else that means they are partially conscious so physically yes we are all we are all connected right now there are about 289 people connected and they are trying to listen to this talk but then some of them although they are listening to this talk they are actually also thinking something else so they are partially conscious some of them are completely conscious like you you are directly in touch uh, in touch with me you are talking to me so, you are completely conscious of what i'm speaking so partial uh, do you mean that partial consciousness is a unconsciousness or is it a different things that you want to say no uh, see mind has different levels of consciousness there is something called as uh, uh, conscious mind there is subconscious mind and beyond that there is another state of called unconscious state that is called shishupti in sanskrit it is called shishupti so there is sapnavastha it is dreaming state it is jagrutavastha which is actually awakened state and then there is shishupti which is an unconscious state so right now we are in jagrut state which means we are actually conscious we are very conscious so we are conscious and we are actually present with whatever we are discussing so when you go to sleep when you go to sleep you can go into swapnavastha that means it's called dreaming state you can a lot of people when we in fact everyone dreams that is dreaming state so although you are physically sleeping your mind is active dreaming about so many things so your mind is not sleeping but when we go into deep sleep when we go into deep sleep that is called shishupti that is unconscious state that is unconscious state. So uh, there are lots of people says that when you are in a when you are in a sleeping state you are you are in a unconscious state is it right or wrong if you are not dreaming if you are dreaming then you are not in unconscious state because your mind is still active dreaming about so many things you are thinking oh i am the king i am a hero and yes. i am a film actor you know so many things you are 
uh, you you are talking about dreamings because uh, you uh, you if you are talking about dreamings because you are dreaming because of limited data that you have gathered you are not dreaming in french language or spanish language because you don't have uh, that information so uh, do you really think that uh, like two month or three month child is uh, dreaming absolutely it may not be actually talking to you it may not be expressing its emotions but since it is getting the sensory inputs the child is getting sensory inputs from its environment all the sensory inputs generally give rise to dream most of the time i don't know if you are aware but if you are throughout the day if you have focused on doing something very focused and you completely absorbed in doing a particular activity in fact in the night you will actually get dreams of that particular activity because your mind has constantly throughout the day got that particular inputs from the senses so that is how the mind works so the mind the okay. dream the dreams are based on the activities that you perform most most likely most of most probably that is how it works okay but, but according to me you are dreaming because you have gather limited data because that is why you are dreaming so the next question is that uh, do you think that we can dream in sounds because uh, i heard in uh, i heard somewhere that l- like uh, like when uh, somebody is deaf no somebody is uh, like uh, somebody is blind they're not thinking picture or visuals they are just think they are just dreaming in sounds uh, the 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 persons who are blind so do you think See, that i, I someone... can just tell you one thing i can tell you whether somebody is deaf somebody is blind his hardware may be dysfunctional but mind is functional so as long as a person is alive and his mind is active even a mad person even a mad person is actually thinking so the dreaming state as long as you have mind there is every possibility that you can dream so dreams are very no, much possible what i'm saying is that can anybody drink in uh, dream in sounds like like is let's suppose that i uh, i'm blind i can't see anything so i don't have any visual yes thing. yes absolutely uh, it is possible that's what i'm saying any yeah. sensory input you get it is very much possible that you will get dreams because mind is a software whether you are okay, deaf so or dumb you are, it doesn't really matter because mind can perceive mind can perceive it is much powerful than the five senses okay so how do you differentiate between intellect and intelligence they are the same things or they are totally different uh intellect Intell- and intelligence yeah they are same they are, uh, yeah, they are the same. synonyms actually intellect and intelligence they are synonyms so i think uh, they are pretty much the same uh, but intelligence is not the mind mind okay. and intelligence mind is the sixth sense yeah. intelligence is the seventh sense yeah but according to me intellect is one uh, dimension so of intelligence there are different intelligence thing and i really appreciate for all the comments that you're making thank you so much for being online i really appreciate all your comments thank you so much and all those who are listening to this talk if you're liking the conversation please hit that like button and you can feel free to ask me questions that would be great uh, so eco uh, i know you have definitely lot of questions but let's do one thing please park your questions till the end of the session Uh, please listen to the things that i'm going to share because the discussion is going to be very interesting so let me take some more uh, this discussion forward i will take your call back again all right okay okay just something important so as we were discussing mind m stands for misdiagnosis m i n d so m stands for misdiagnosis i stands for indirection what is indirection indirection means suppose 
just imagine that uh, you wanted to go for a meeting and uh, that's very far away from your place you are driving your car and suddenly you actually lose the direction you have actually ended up being somewhere else rather being at your destination so then you are all worked up the mind is thinking uh, oh what kind of foolish person are you you know you have uh, why did you even uh, fix this appointment uh, you could have actually stayed at home why did you come here so instead of the mind focusing on the solution it starts telling you about your mistakes and it will completely indirect you to something else so what the mind does is it takes a small problem and it magnifies the problem to be very big it magnifies the problem although the problem is very small so the mind acts in such a way that it indirects you from the real understanding of the problem and you should know that this mind how does it work is most of the time this mind indirects you to the past or it will indirect you to the future if you analyze throughout your day your mind is either in the past thinking of some past uh, memories or you will be thinking of the future hopeful of oh probably this will happen or imagining you will be in a dreaming state or daydreaming state so mind is most of the time either in the past or it is indirecting you to the future it is never in the present i don't know if you have heard about this book by ekart tolle the power of now if you have not read that book probably you should read the book the power of now actually tells you that most of the people especially the mind is such a cunning fellow that we have inside us that it will constantly keep you busy in the past and the future and never allow you to be in the present and that is the reason why we are discussing today is because we have to tame our mind to be in the present so that our productivity our output is maximized it is very important we should not allow our mind to indirect us or misdirect us to some past or future events so so that is i m stands for misdiagnosis i stands for indirection so now n n stands for negativity the mind most of the time although has a lot of thoughts throughout the day but 90% of the thoughts are actually negative you know when people become really fearful and anxious it is when there are a lot of uncertainties when there are a lot of uncertainties people become very anxious if you compare or have a conversation between uh, if we compare a developed nations versus developing nations uh, there is a call coming from thinking okay uh, thinking just wait for a moment i really want to take a question um, just wait for a moment until i finish this thought of line line of thought i mean so just uh, let me complete this particular line of thought so what i'm trying to say here is negativity and uncertainties so when you compare between developed nations and developing nations developed nations the level of uncertainties are quite less are quite less especially if you go to us and the western countries uh, you know everything is systemized most of the things work based on systems and you can really predict things very easily over there you know when it comes to traffic or when it comes to any other thing most of the things are properly done there but when it comes to developing nations like india 
there are a lot of uncertainties when you actually open a tap you are really not sure if the water is going to come <laughs> and many times when you go into public transport especially in a train you really don't know whether the fan will work there are a lot of uncertainties here but research has shown that although people in developed nations the level of anxiousness is more in developed nations but compared to the people here in developing nations so you should know that material comfort is some issue there was some problem it got disconnected i'm really sorry for that uh, okay uh, thinking i know i have missed you i am going to take your call back again uh, just wait for some time uh, unless i really finish this so by the way are you all listening please make some noise there you can type some questions just to ensure because the call was disconnected i just want to ensure that you are listening to me Can you just say hi hello Okay I guess you're all listening to me I'll just continue with the talk Okay Okay fantastic I think you people are listening to me Okay so of <clears throat> uh, this mind actually creates a lot of irrational fears uh, just like uh, uh, you know sometimes people get into the lift and you get inside the lift and you feel that oh what if the lift will free fall and uh, sometimes you are riding a bike and then you suddenly feel what if my brake fails or it the tire will get punctured and sometimes you are sleeping in your bedroom and suddenly you feel that oh what if the fan falls on me and sometimes you are sitting all alone at home and suddenly the lights go off and you feel that there is a ghost actually there is no ghost external there is a ghost inside us and that's our own mind so mind has a tendency towards negativity and it creates lot of irrational fears you know you have you must have heard read about gigo in computer science there is something called as garbage in garbage out if you have written a program and if you give some nonsensical input to that program it will give you a nonsensical output so what happens is most of the time for our mind we are feeding Uh, we are feeding a lot of nonsensical input our mind is constantly getting nonsensical input and most of the time so that is garbage in garbage out you all have heard so that is negativity so that is negativity so m stands for misdiagnosis I stands for indirection, N stands for negativity, and D, D stands for double role. It's 
can you all hear me because i think there is some disturbance please type if you are here okay am i audible right now okay i think there is some uh, audio problem i hope that is resolved <clears throat> okay i was discussing about mind and d coming back d stands for double role double role how does this mind play a double role this mind's uh, insidious behavior is very dangerous uh, every uh, new year most of the time when there is a new year party on 31st night uh, we have a big party and uh, on 1st of jan we all write down lot of resolutions and we write off many resolutions thinking that yes this year i'm going to achieve this or these are my goals and we do lot of goal setting on 1st of jan and uh, some of you must also have some goals on 1st jan you write down that by january 31st i want to reduce 2 kgs we take a resolution on jan 1st that you want to reduce 2 kgs but that very same night on jan 1st you have a party and when you go for a party there you see nice rasgullas and gulab jamuns you are really tempted and your mind is saying come on you can go and eat that gulab jamun and rasgulla don't worry just 2 kgs right no problem you can just eat one rasgulla and one gulab jamun that's really not going to uh, increase your weight just go and eat it and you're tempted and you go and eat gulab jamun and rasgulla although you have a resolution of reducing 2 kgs and then when you take one gulab jamun and one rasgulla you're not enough the mind will say come on you can take two you can take more and tomorrow you go to the gym and work out more that is going to really help you so the mind is constantly telling you come on engage eat more eat more and then so happens that january 1st you eat lot of gulab jamuns and going forward throughout the month you eat lot of gulab jamuns and rasgullas and on 31st jan you had a resolution of reducing 2 kgs and then when you weigh yourself you have not reduced 2 kgs you have actually increased 2 kgs and then the mind the same mind who actually tempted you to eat gulab jamun the same mind will now tell you hey what a foolish person you are you don't know so much you should have taken care of your diet you should have taken care of exercise you have done nothing that is how the mind actually plays a double role i am sure each one of you have experienced this the mind you take some resolution today you want to do something today and the mind will say no no engage you come on enjoy let's go for a party but then after the party when you come back home the same mind will tell you oh you did not finish this task how foolish you are how stupid you are the mind is a sabotager is playing against us is playing a double role. role that is why in life you know there are two people who can actually correct us i repeat that again there are two people who can correct us one is a coach and another is critic one is a coach second is a critic a coach is a person he focuses on all your positives although he knows 
that you have some limitations but a coach focuses on your positives and he will boost our confidence whereas a critic he focuses on all your negativities on all your negatives and a critic will dampen our confidence just imagine all of you you are in a boxing ring and you are playing a boxing match with someone your opponent he's a tough guy and you are a tough guy you are playing boxing and that opponent of yours he will punch you and you are fallen there down at that time when you are fallen on the ring boxing ring whom will you see you will look at the coach who is going to inspire you and boost your confidence or you will look at the opponent who has just punched you and you will ask the opponent oh do you think i will win this match if you ask your opponent will i win the match he is going to say never but in life this is what is happening with us the mind who is actually playing boxing with us all the time the mind is punching us all the time and most of the time we commit mistakes and we fall down and we are asking the same mind and then is a cynical mind our mind you that you cannot do it the mind is very cynical so we have to train the mind it is possible how to train the mind so we should not take the opinion of a cynical mind but we should take opinion of an expert a coach who can guide us and that is true in all subjects if you want to learn boxing you have to go up to a boxing coach and if you want to learn tennis you have to have a coach if you want to study mathematics you need a proper coach if you need if you want to study physics you need a proper coach if you want to learn politics you have to learn under some politics in fact when you want to become a lawyer you have to do your internship under some lawyer why because you need a coach similarly to train the mind also you need someone who can guide you that's very important and you know most of the time when you want to do something new this mind will tell you oh you first become perfect and then you do that work many times the uh, mind plays tricks with us you know many times it tells us no 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 you have to become perfect suppose if you want to drive it will tell you first you become perfect in the understanding the theoretical understanding of how to drive and then you go and drive the mind will tell like this but that's really stupid the mind will tease us like this that's why we should not listen to the mind even the great uh, olympic winner usain bolt he is the olympic champion even he began with crawling he was not perfect runner from his birth so all of us constantly dictating us what to do and what not to do we should understand it can be trained you mind is definitely powerful than the body but the mind is not as powerful as you you as the spirit soul you are a spiritual being and you can control the mind the control mind it is very very much possible so mind m i n d mind m m stands for misdiagnosis i stands for indirection n stands for negativity and d stands for double role so this is how the mind tricks all of us now before i actually proceed with my next discussion i want to know if you have any questions if you have any questions 
I want you to just call me or you can type your questions or let me see if there are already some questions. Thanks for sharing some views. I have some important things to share uh, as we go forward. Uh, thanks, Deepak. I really appreciate uh, that you're liking this. If you're liking it, just please hit that like button so that others also will feel like doing so. And I'm sure many people will really like this one. So, uh, Kishu, I would like to join. Kishu, are you still there? I saw, I think I missed your call earlier. Uh, you can join me. If you have any questions, you can please call me right now. So there is Deepak here. Hello. Hello. Good evening, sir. How are you? Yes, Deepak. I am good. Fantastic. How are you? Thanks for joining. Thanks, sir. Thanks for such a nice, informative talk, sir. I don't know if you had really joined earlier. I don't know if you were right from the beginning if you had joined. But oh, anyway, no. I am really happy. I joined midway suddenly, but I am enjoying your talk. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yes, Deepak, do you have any questions? Yes, sir. I have a question. I have a question about the problem which I'm facing. Okay. So I want to ask if there is a solution for that. I will try my best. Please, uh, you can let me know. The problem which I'm facing, sir, is that I understand what is mine. I have uh, uh, gone through many motivational things. I understand we can tame the mind, how we can control. I also do the meditation, sir. I do okay. many things. Okay. But okay. the problem, okay. but the actual problem, the root cause, the outcome with mm -hmm. me is that I cannot maintain the continuity. Yeah. I'm able to continue things. I induce something in my mind for a while and the next day or day two, two, three days after I'm the same thing, person. Absolutely. So, so how to come over it? How to actually perform the control over mind? Because, uh, uh, I understand one day I'm very spiritual understanding person like a coach. I'm Good. like a coach to myself, but then I loosen up. So is there a solution, sir? It's a very basic thing. Maybe someone can laugh on my question, but Absolutely not. I'm sure there are many out there, including me. I'm telling you, it's not that all the time I'm very consistent in controlling my mind. No, please do not think like that. Actually, mind is so turbulent that it can Constantly it is uh, misdirecting us and trying to uh, loosen up, as you said. So what I think, sir, uh, we can uh, what uh, we can do. What I think that we can make a restore point. The computer has a restore point, or the Arjuna had a focus. Mm -hmm. We can uh, keep to ourselves that uh, wherever we'll render, our mind will render. We'll bring it out to a place again. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, frequently after intervals, uh, because I've learned this in meditation, that uh, your will have thoughts. You cannot yes, control yes. thoughts, but you have to learn. You have to learn them to uh, your mind to bring back to Absolutely. the state again and again. Do it again and again, again and again. It's not that easy, you know. It's not that easy, uh, but you. Fantastic uh, to all the listeners. Uh, uh, I uh, really thank Deepak for bringing up this point. He said about. Even Arjuna had to restore. Uh, here, you reminded me of a very important thing. Uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna, he said to Krishna, he's saying this, Chanchalam himana Krishna, Pramati balavadridam, Tasyaham nigraham manye, Vayo rivashadushkaram. 
it means chanchalam hi manakrishna this mind manaha is very chanchala it is very very flickering the mind is so restless it is turbulent and obstinate and very strong and he's saying oh krishna to subdue this i think it is more difficult than controlling the wind can you imagine arjuna is telling this mm. 5000 years ago mm. 5000 years ago when there was no facebook when there was no open talk and there was no uh, uh, social media and other stuff yes yes sir. arjuna 5000 years ago he's telling that his mind is disturbed now you can imagine our state and then that is why although the problems of the mind then and the problems of the mind now it's still the same external situations may have changed but the problems of the mind still remain the same that is why in the very immediate uh, next shloka after this question of arjuna the supreme lord krishna is saying in the bhagavad gita that असंशयम महाभाव मनो दुर्निग्रहम चलम अभ्यासेन तु कौंतेया वैराग्ये न च गृह्यते सो कृष्णा इज वेरी नाइसली एक्सप्लेनिंग टू अर्जुना दैट ओ माइटी आर्म सन ऑफ कुंती अर्जुना इट इज अनडाउटेडली वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू कर्ब दिस रेस्टलेस माइंड बट कृष्णा इज सेइंग हियर बट इट इज पॉसिबल हाउ इट इज पॉसिबल बाय सूटेबल प्रैक्टिस एंड बाय डिटैचमेंट detachment is saying it is very much possible to control the mind but it is possible how by suitable practice and detachment so now it is not a you know you know a overnight thing hmm. it is a lifelong process hmm. it is a lifelong process but we have to begin somewhere but what is that practice is what we are going to discuss next what i'm trying to share in the next section is the solution part of it so i want all my listeners here to be completely attentive on understanding this solution because we are not able to physically see each other i am going to really activate your imaginative powers now i really want all of you to switch on your imagination because what we are going to next is uh share some solution and it's only when you really pay your attention is going to help okay Thank let's you. come to the solution part of it uh let us take an example all of you imagine that there is a chariot and this chariot has five horses the horses are all connected by reins in very simple language the ropes which are tied to the necks of the horses and then there is a driver who is holding the reins in his hands and in that chariot there is also a passenger so i have given this whole description to all of you i hope you are getting this point akshay is trying to call me just hold on akshay i am going to take your call very soon all right let me finish this line of thought so there is a chariot with five horses they are all connected with the reins in the hands of a driver who is holding the reins and then there is a passenger this whole analogy can be compared to our own body this chariot example i'm giving is can be compared to our own body our body has five horses what are those five horses the five senses 
right yes we have the five indriyas eyes ears nose tongue and touch these are the five senses these are compared to the five horses and then there is the reins the ropes which are connected to the mind and the horses that reins are actually mind and the driver who is holding the reins is the intelligence we all have intelligence the intelligence duty is to discriminate between what is right and what is wrong see mind is a thought factory like i earlier told you mind keeps on generating thoughts of the thoughts of the thoughts but which thought is right and which thought is wrong that is decided by the intelligence so the intelligence is one which actually decides what is right and what is wrong so the driver is the one who is holding the mind the reins then the passenger that is the most important thing the passenger is actually the real you yourself the passenger is the soul that is your true identity who is sitting like a passenger in this body the soul is actually a passenger who is sitting in this body like a passenger so now tell me one thing all of you when you get into a ola cab or a uber cab or you take an auto to go somewhere do you just sit inside the auto and tell the driver take me wherever you want when you sit inside the auto what will you do how will you direct is that the driver just goes wherever he wants or the driver takes you to where is your destination to your destination so the destination should i leave the call sir no you can actually if you want to okay no no i don't want to uh, okay. we'll we'll all we'll ask him to go to where we need to go our destination exactly so deepak now see it's very important thing now when you sit in an auto it is you as a passenger who is directing the driver to take you to your destination exactly sir but unfortunately in our own life the passenger the soul is simply sitting and sleeping and our body is completely directed by the mind the mind is one who is taking us here and there it is telling us you become engineer you become doctor the mind is completely influenced by the external uh, other people's opinions mind is completely distracted how why because the senses the five senses are totally uncontrolled just imagine in a chariot if all the five sense five horses start running in different directions what will happen to the chariot it will not uh, it, it will not lead, uh, it will not um, it will not uh, hello hello yeah yeah i'm listening it will not reach its destination properly absolutely if all the five horses in a chariot they start running in different directions forget about reaching destination in fact it can collide and it can topple also is it not yeah, so in so order to control all the five horses you need to have a mind which can control them so the mind the reins the mind has to be under the control of a very strong driver the driver is the intelligence so the intelligence should know what is right and what is wrong and should able to control the horses 
through the mind so now what is the intelligence duty is how do i make the intelligence strong by hearing to such talks right now when all of you are listening to these talks these are all intellectual talks these are not some trivial talks we are talking intellectual here we are talking about philosophy we are talking very important aspects so when you read good books especially spiritual books that is going to intensify your intelligence strength it is going to make your intelligence very strong in this chariot in this body the intelligence will become very very strong when the driver is strong it will control the chariot very very nicely it will control all the five horses very very nicely so you have to acquire lot of spiritual knowledge to make your intelligence very strong while we are discussing and have such spiritual talks what will happen is your intelligence is right now getting very strong and your mind will get controlled and in turn your senses will get controlled and that is when the passenger sitting inside the body will have a smooth ride and it will reach the destination so my whole point here the solution right now for all of you is to actually increase the strength of your intelligence don't just go on to your some trivial things asking questions about what did you eat today what did you uh, you know which movie did you watch all these things are right you know sometimes we need enjoyment and fun but at the same time we need to ask some fundamental questions about who am i what is the goal of my life what is the purpose of my life what will happen to me after death these are some fundamental questions we need to ask by actually increasing the strength of our intelligence when you start asking you become inquisitive about asking such questions then you need to approach someone who can actually guide you and make your intelligence very strong it's only then your mind will become strong and, and this is not finally the ultimate solution i'm just telling you this is one of the solution which is very important solution now although there are different methods of controlling the mind there are physical methods when people go and do some yoga uh, by the way deepak do you have anything to ask no sir actually i got my answer really very well sir unbelievable thanks a lot fantastic so you can continue to listen and uh, i hope you are enjoying this so one question one thing which i want to tell you what i uh, what i inferred uh, yeah. the solution which i made for myself is that i'll set up a routine i'll set up mm-hmm. a introspection routine whether it be in the morning or whenever so yeah. i ask these questions to myself and yes. let the driver tell my intelligence yes. that how to control the five horses and the Fantastic. mind so gradually it will take time as you told it will take time yes i'll succeed but so. the very best thing would be right now to start off you can start reading bhagavad gita if you have bhagavad gita as it is i think that is going to really make your intelligence very very strong right, so sir. and if you have any time any questions i think that will be and that will really uh, intrigue lot of things and i'm sure you will be really happy to read that uh, sure okay thank you so much there you. are many methods okay deepak thank you so much for being online and uh, we'll get connected and also you can subscribe to this channel that will be really helpful and i'm going to share very often I've already done so. Fantastic. You can like and subscribe all of you. I'm really happy to have all of you here. Thank you so much Deepak. Thank you so. So although there are many 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 solutions, one thing is there is a physical uh, method to control the mind. And that is why people go and do some yoga asanas and they do some pranayama. 
so these are some uh, breathing exercises so these are certain physical methods to control the mind which will definitely help to a certain extent but mind is very restless it's not really just going to be controlled by physical methods there are some uh, mental methods as well that's why many uh, self help gurus they have written so many books on controlling the mind uh, they talk about uh, self affirmations writing some uh, you know some having a vision board and trying to keep some nice quotes and by repeating those self affirmative talks and statements your mind will become controlled so those are some mental processes people follow although these are some uh, physical and mental aspects of controlling the mind the best thing is to have a spiritual process of controlling the mind the spiritual process of controlling the mind and especially in this uh, age of coral and hypocrisy and so much of disturbance and uh, constantly being bombarded uh, by internet we are so bogged down by our own minds we need some powerful equipment there is a powerful process and that process is a spiritual process so uh, the spiritual process involves actually chanting the mantras and especially it is said in this kali yuga we are right now this time frame is called kali yuga and this is called um, kali yuga because it is a iron age it's a very disturbed age where people have a lot of uh, problems during this age and in this particular time when we are here it is specifically mentioned in the scriptures that we need to chant mantras and it is said in kali santran upanishad that harer naam harer naam harer naam eva kevalam kalav nasteva 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 gatir anyataha it is very clearly very clearly stated in the upanishad that the best way the best process of uh, controlling the mind is to chant the mantra now what is the science behind chanting this mantra let us understand the science mantra the word mantra man means mind tra means that which captures the mind or that which delivers the mind so mantra man means mind tra means that which captures the mind and we are all trying to capture the mind we want to stabilize our mind and that is why this very simple process of chanting the mantra especially the hare krishna maha mantra is recommended in this recommended process and you will see for sure it is my own practical experience when i started chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare this powerful mantra this powerful mantra has given me so much hope this mantra has given me so much of confidence this mantra has really given me so much of clarity of thought and that's the reason i'm able to speak to all of you today with this conviction is because i am able to really experience the bliss by chanting this holy names please understand these holy names of hare krishna mahamantra are not ordinary these are very very powerful in fact i have a dedicated session on this and it's going to come up soon i'm going to describe to you in detail the science of chanting this hare krishna mahamantra the whole process of mantra meditation and uh, it is fantastic that all of you joined today the spiritual process is the best way so today we discussed something very important on the mind we discussed uh, what are the effects of the mind we also uh, analyze what are the different types of positive effects we analyze the negative effects we also analyze what is the mind 
how does it functions what are the different aspects of the mind uh, we also discussed about the acronym of mind and we discussed in brief about the solutions of the mind i hope you all enjoyed this talk and it is available on uh, open talk even later so you can always go back and listen to the whole talk if you have missed the starting part of it because we discussed about you and your mind it's all about you and your mind so it was a fantastic science it is a very blissful journey when you start actually implementing all that we have discussed here today it is going to help you and uh, the idea of having this session here and uh, having open talk with all of you is great experience and i really enjoy being with all of you here and uh, trying to share whatever knowledge i have uh, although i am not completely perfect but then uh, like i earlier also said that the best way to learn is to teach and uh, i am myself uh, learning so much by sharing this knowledge and it is increasing my own conviction uh, in the subject that i am speaking to all of you so uh, if you have any questions right now you can please feel free to ask i'll take one last question if you have anybody has any one question i am ready to take one last question before i actually let you go so and if you are liking this you already liked this session please don't forget to subscribe and uh, you can also hit that like button because uh, we are going to come up with many many more fantastic content to share with all of you so are there any questions i am opening up one last final question to all of you is there any question if you have any open question please feel free to ask i'll count 10 and then i will end the call tick tick one tick tick two tick tick three tick tick four tick tick five tick tick six tick tick seven tick tick eight tick tick nine oh finally i got a call there is a request so they just don't want to let me go okay tick i'll take this call it's a very interesting name by the way the person who is calling me is uh, h2o h2o is still getting connected <clears throat> thank you deepak uh, for that wonderful comment you said that you really loved the session i really appreciate for mentioning that thank you so much h2o is online i'm trying to connect with you uh dharam gokle is asking about consultation uh what do you really mean I, uh, are you asking for some solutions uh, dharam gokle you have uh, asked about consultation what do you mean okay is do o is trying to call i am trying to connect i hopefully this time it will be able to connect <clears throat> uh s2 i am really sorry i am not able to connect i am waiting for the call to get connected okay i think now it's connected fantastic hello yes are you there okay uh yeah yes i can hear you thank you for uh, picking my call actually in the last moment when you were talking about speaking guys start listening to you and you know your topic is really interesting 
and i don't know actually you want to go or no so i uh, this is my favorite yeah topic. go ahead please no problem so, uh, that's why i call you and uh, try to stop you actually <laughs> hello uh, i'm sorry actually there is some okay, network okay, issues i'm not okay, able to tell me so uh so sometimes uh, can you hear me yes yes now i can hear you okay 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 so uh, in spirituality point of view i just want to sometimes science do not accept these type of things in which you uh, choose mm-hmm. a topic like spirituality there is mm-hmm. a, a contradiction between the science and spirituality so how did, is it any relationship with, uh, with uh, spirituality with science or this is a separate field okay when we talk about science and spirituality we need to understand there are some fundamental common differences i'll let you know what is that one thing is there is material science material science deals with matter it deals with understanding uh-huh. what is matter around us that is called material science but when we come when when we talk about spiritual mm-hmm. science spiritual science deals with human existence the mind the human deals with the soul it deals with your spiritual being so spiritual spirituality also is actually a science uh-huh. but it is a spiritual science okay. it is a science about you unfortunately material science although they study matter okay but it is limited because they are unable to understand completely about the mind even right now many people uh-huh. many scientists they really do not understand uh-huh. the functions of the mind and they people don't know what is the true identity so when we talk about spiritual science spiritual science is the very fundamental of spiritual science is to know who am i what is okay. my true existence so these fundamental uh-huh. questions of our existence are not answered by the material scientists but i really give them credit okay. in fact the science is so wonderful even material science and that's the reason uh-huh. there is so much of technology and innovation and we are able to talk on open talk today it's all because of science definitely it has its own pros fantastic but it is limited uh-huh. okay 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 uh, i just continue this uh, i want to just continue this with this discussion you know spirituality it can be it can affect on matter or not definitely absolutely you know why because the very reason you are growing your body is growing is because of the spirit within you you had a small baby body few years ago and then you had a boy baby boy body mm-hmm. then you grew up you had a adult body of a youth so your body mm-hmm. is constantly changing and that change is made possible because of the spirit inside you there is a spirit soul but i but I, I, this is european i respect your opinion but i think i don't agree with you in this point of view because this is the combination of matter and soul actually so that's why so i tell you i tell you an example uh, if uh, you know uh, if we in all this universe if you want if we want to divide all the universe into two things that will be one is matter one is existence and the second thing uh which is spirituality uh, the things which they do not have masses maybe i'm not uh, okay. uh, giving you the proper because i sometimes i have to lack of words so uh, i want okay. to explain myself you know uh, there is a matter and uh, the material things and the second mm-hmm. one they do not have the body they do not have matter 
and in my okay, for example i give you an example if i am talking if i have a, a smartphone in my hand and if i throw from your side and it will hit your body definitely it will affect on your body am i right and yeah. uh, it, it will hurt you and in the same way if i told you uh, rasanjna i i uh, i hurt you so uh, these are my words it, it will any effect on your body okay although it is not having effect on my body directly whatever you uh-huh. say it may probably have an effect on my mind <laughs> but before i actually proceed and try to answer i would like to uh-huh. uh, mention that whatever i'm speaking is not my personal opinion i'm not speaking on uh, it's my personal thing whatever i am just trying to uh, share what i have uh-huh. read in the scriptures by the way coming to uh-huh. your origin point i have a question back to you uh h2o okay i'm sorry to call okay. you like that that is what is mentioned uh so i have a question for you tell me one thing can chemicals or matter on its own grow mm-hmm. for example if there is a dead body right in front of us mm-hmm. can the dead body move or have an experience of pain and pleasure do no, not at all the dead body if for example if, the, if there is no a soul in it then how it can yes. be moved but still so. there is some for example it the beards and the nails and uh, some uh, here of the body they can grow after 10 days after 15 days after the death ah so why that is happening only nails and hair probably may grow is because of the disintegration of certain cells which is coming under process uh-huh. but but there is no experience of a pain or pleasure in a dead body there is absolutely no experience of pain and pleasure why because as you rightly mentioned there is no soul so what happens is uh-huh. the no, body matter so not mat- at all i i don't say that this is no soul uh, it, uh, it, okay okay please you continue sorry to cut you please you continue then i will give you my opinion yeah. matter has an ability to grow only when there is a spirit inside that for example if you have a table right now in front of you the table will remain into its same dimension today it will be of the same dimension tomorrow and it will continue to be of the same dimension even after 100 years because it is mm-hmm, exactly and there is no soul inside it but whereas you although okay. this is a combination of matter and spirit the uh-huh. constantly growing it's because there is spirit within but that's not okay. the with a just matter like a table i hope that uh, kind of give a, gives you some hint about it okay it means you mean to say if uh, there will be combination with spirit with the, some uh, materialistic body then it will work otherwise simple spirituality or the simple spirit cannot work am i right uh, can you just repeat that i sorry i missed you Okay okay you mean to say that if uh, there is a combination of spirit and a body only spirit cannot affect the other things am i right uh, all the spirits uh, all the spirits only cannot spirit. affect uh, without without the combination of any physical mass uh you mean to say that the spirit okay, has okay i give you an example then you will clearly understand as i was giving you as well, i was asking you the question Uh, for example if i use some bad words to you it will not hurt your body okay if but these bad words will affect on your soul it will affects on your spirit you know what uh, my uh, words which i'm speaking to you they okay. don't have any 
I got your point now. Yes, yes. It is affecting only your soul. It is not hurting your body. In the same way, it means the physical thing will affect on the physical thing. And in the okay. same way, the, uh, the spiritual or the spirit, it will only affect on the, on, on the uh, thing that they do not have the masses or they do not have the physical existence. Fantastic. So, uh, like my word, they do not. like my words they do not have any shape they do not have but it is affecting on your soul it is affecting on your spirit so this is what i want to say okay good point good point it's a very interesting point and it's a scientific point uh, by the way i should really mention to all of you uh, that it's been uh, quite some time that i have uh, uh, been online and they're showing me some notification that i just have few more minutes it may discontinue i'm just making this point up right there so that you are aware but anyway i'll just answer uh, this question of uh, h2o it's very fantastic uh, although you try to tell me something and you're saying that uh, it may affect my soul let me tell you when you take oil and water together will oil mix with water no it will the separate oil and water do not mix with each other it is not possible yes. similarly similarly matter and spirit they actually do not go well together they do not mix with each other so although you may say something to me it is actually affecting my mind but i am not the mind the spirit soul is not the mind mind is the sixth sense when i say something it is actually affecting my mind but not my spirit soul the spirit soul is pure spirit and untouched by matter at all completely but right now in our materialistic condition we are conditioned by matter we are a combination of matter and spirit that combination the link between matter and spirit is called mm-hmm. false ego there is an element called false ego i don't want to really dive deeper into this but there is an element called false ego this false ego is a sense of identification right now in this material condition the our soul is identifying with this body although i am not this body i am able to identify with this body because of the false ego the false ego enables us to identify with things just like the mind's duty is to think the intelligence duty is to intellectualize and discriminate between what is right and what is wrong similarly the function of the false ego is to enable us to identify with this body but right now we are so uh-huh. conditioned we think most of us think that i am the body i am the mind and nobody really deeper and ask that i am the spirit soul so i want to definitely discuss more about this false ego as we go forward it is a really fantastic topic and uh-huh. uh, it will give a lot of clarity to our whole existence uh, okay. thank you so much i hope that kind of answers your question and uh, definitely actually i have lots of questions but i will definitely follow you and in the next session whenever you will come on i think they yes, will be very good time uh, as often as possible because uh, you are all i have lot of questions i am really uh, happy to have you here on uh, the show h2o thank you so much and uh, yes, i want to take another call before i let you go uh, thank you so much h2o for being thank here you. yeah thank you very much take care bye bye Yes I am trying to connect with Latika and I think I just have few more minutes uh, the notification keeps coming I'm not sure uh, if I can continue about 2 hours uh, if anybody has an experience of going about 2 hours they can let me know if I can continue or not
Yes, Latika. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Yes, Latika. Yes, how are you? I am good, Latika. Thank you for being on show. You do you have any questions? Uh, yes, actually, um, you know, I have only one question. You know, are uh, where are you from? I am from Bangalore. Okay, so you are from India as well. Okay, so yes. what is the situation and how many cases uh, in there uh, of coronavirus patient? Uh, I really don't have the update of the number of cases here, but yes, there were definitely few cases which I heard of. I definitely have to go and check on the net. What are the number of cases? Uh, I'm sorry, My I don't know, have the update. Can you tell me what is the? Um, how can we uh, stay from you know this disease and? Uh, stay away from the uh, virus. You mean coronavirus? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, the first thing, as most of the people are really taking uh, the guidelines given by so many medical experts. Uh, the very first thing I would say is the self-isolation, and people are, uh, especially people in India, did a fantastic job yesterday. I really appreciate and thank and all is, the people who did. What are the symptoms? What are the symptoms? Ah, symptom. I am really not a doctor, but then whatever I heard is that people start coughing after four five days, and they really start getting some uh, suffocating uh, feelings inside. Uh, that is what uh, the okay. first symptom is actually the cough and if anybody is coughing i think it's important of course there are many people who also get cough regular cough but then uh, you should be aware that if people are coughing you should definitely consult a doctor yes latika do you have any more questions no 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 i have to go now please answer the call thank you so much for being online we'll see you again okay okay thank you हेलो या गुड गुलाब जामुन इज ऑलरेडी ओ फेंटेस्टिक नेम यू है बाय द वे गुलाब जामुन व्हाट अ नेम फेंटेस्टिक आई रियली लाइक दैट सिम्टम्स कॉफिंग फीवर ब्रीदिंग प्रॉब्लम थैंक यू फॉर शेयरिंग गुलाब जामुन ओ इट इज सो नाइस टू इवन कॉल आउट योर नेम एंड द बेस्ट प्रिस्क्रिप्शन इज प्रिवेंशन थैंक यू सो मच इको and uh, thank you so much for uh, being online and uh, giving your time value, your valuable time listening to me and uh, we will come up with more and more fundamental uh, fantastic uh, topics to share and uh, i'm really happy that you are all here uh gulab jong can you tell me how to tame uh, this discussion that we just had is going to be available on open talk it is recorded and it will be available very very soon so you can definitely listen to this uh, offline once we are not live okay so gulab jamun oh yeah i know you are brief but uh, it is very difficult to explain in brief the two hour discussion that we had but uh, i know you are inquisitive but please go back and listen to this wonderful talk it will really helpful in fact you can actually take uh, notes and that will be uh, useful for your future reference also and uh, deepak gurbani thank you so much uh, you had a uh, wonderful questions today and uh, we will definitely again come back and share more knowledge thank you all for being please like 